The Not So Great Outdoors contains stories of a graphic nature. Viewer discretion is advised. The outdoors are great. Except when they're not. Welcome to the Not So Great Outdoors. We're your guides. I'm Piff. And I'm Seb. And it's my episode this week. Woo-hoo. I don't think I will ever get used to that. <laughs> I had such a str- I struggled, Piff, and you know this. I struggled yes. coming up with what to talk about. And you helped me. I did. I did. Um, so, happy Thanksgiving, friends. Almost. Ish. Almost. Yeah. Ish. Right? It'll be two weeks after this comes out as Thanksgiving, so like okay, not, happy not almost really. Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so yeah, <laughs> almost, but whatever. We love a good excuse to get together with friends and family and eat good food and all the mashed potatoes. I do love mashed potatoes. Yes, there's a photo of us sitting on the floor with some friends eating a pan of mashed potatoes. It's our, on our gathering. Instagram. You just gotta scroll back scroll to last back year. A bit, yeah. Um. Now, it doesn't take a scholar to realize that the origination of Thanksgiving isn't exactly how we learned in yeah, elementary no, school. It's a, no, right? no, it's not. Not exactly. You know, so you want to tell... a bit less cute. Yeah. You want to tell the people what we're doing and what we're focusing on this month? So, because November is Native American Heritage Month and also happens to be the month that Thanksgiving is in... We are dedicating our November episodes to the story stories revolving around Native Americans and their heritage and like their stories. So Sav is going to be sharing a spooky spook thing from their culture. And I'm going to be sharing the story of missing and murdered indigenous women next or at the end of the month. Um, and I love the idea. And that's how Piff helped me because I was like, how do I find spooky things that happened outside? Because everything is a haunted house or a haunted building. Buildings don't count as being no. outside. No, they do not. So I'm like, how? But a cryptid. Am I supposed to? A cryptid, Now though. a cryptid, though. So if y'all ever want to know, why is Sab doing so many cryptids in a row? It's because I've lost, I've lost the ability to find spooky <laughs> crap outside. So there's, there's only so many, like, haunted forests. Yeah. And I covered and a lot of them already. so many of them. <laughs> there's a reason why I only did one spooky thing a month and three, like, murders a month. When we difficult. were doing like four episodes a month, because yeah. eventually I might have to venture into the true crime territory yeah. a little bit because I might run out of crap to talk about. But we're not there yet. Not there yet. So. If you all have any ideas, please send them to I us. I am open to any suggestions. DM us, email us, just put like attention salve in the subject yes. line so that she sees it, not me. Yes. So, yeah. So you might be wondering how how are you going to tie together Native American and indigenous culture heritage to the spooky spook. Well, well, there's a lot of legends and a lot of things. And so that's kind of what we're talking about. So today I'm going to talk about a cryptid of sorts. We're going to talk about the legend of the Wendigo. Okay. Um, so the Wendigo is something that, you know, you hear a lot about and we'll talk about that. But I learned a lot doing this research. Um, also, Hot take, and I'm not going to elaborate on this. So if you want me it's to elaborate no on this, it's no nuance November. No nuance November. Skinwalkers and Wendigos are not the same thing. At this oh, random no, TikToker who keeps showing up on my for you page, and I'm about to start rage commenting. Wendigos and skinwalkers are not the same thing. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I feel like 
I knew that purely from like indigenous TikTokers who talk about Thank them. you. Also, before anybody, if you didn't already pause and go send us a DM right now, if you're back, but before anybody sends us a message to Sav, you should cover Skinwalker Ranch. It's on the list. Okay. It's on the list. I don't know what that is. So that's cool. It's on the list. Just don't come at me. It's on the list, but it's difficult. So just give me time. Yeah. Well, and I feel like there are some like topics that we're like, I know we're going to do this, but we want to make sure we do it justice. So like yes. it's going to be in the future. Yes. A lot of the big cryptids are on that. Yeah. Because I'm like, I need I need life to slow down a little bit so I can dedicate a lot of time to research this. Anyway, let's dive in. Buckle up. I don't get to say buckle up very often. Buckle no, up. you don't. I'm fully buckled. Let's go. Let's do it. So, first of all, major shout out to a PBS show. Yes, I, I said love PBS. PBS. I do too. PBS um, produces a show called Monstrum. And it's really cool if you're not allowed to watch it because I might okay. use it as inspiration. But I could watch like this. I you could can watch find this episode the window. For sure. It episode. is linked. Yeah, okay. it's going to be linked um, because I, I got a lot of my information from that episode. So, you're going to hear me say, according to Monstrum, because I, okay, so. It's the full thing that I will not be saying this entire time is according to the PBS show Monstrum in their episode Wendigo, the flesh eating monster of Native American legend. All right. So that's the full name. I'm going to say according to Monstrum from here on out, but just so everybody knows, there's the full verbal the full citation, citation and it is in the links below. Do not sue us. Shout out to the PBS show Monstrum. Yeah. Love Donate it. to your it local is so PBS. Well done. It is great. I love it. So. Um, and yes, please donate to your local PBS. Thanks to viewers like you. Okay. So, <laughs> a friend of mine works for KET. So like, I don't know. KET is Kentucky Educational Television. Oh, it's like similar. Similar to PBS. Yeah, I think they help air PBS. In- okay. Potentially. I don't know. That could be completely wrong. Don't quote me on that. Okay. So, um, but according to Monstrum, the Wendigo quote, has three major symbolic interpretations, the incarnation of winter, the embodiment of hunger, and the personification of selfishness, both spiritual and physical, end quote. It's interesting that it's one of the three was winter because we're kind of like on the cusp of winter right now. Exactly. Exactly. And we'll kind of see a little bit more of that. It's like thematic. Yes. Um, Sorry, I got to skip over my written out. Also, side note, moving forward, I'll be saying monsters. Because you already said that. I said that. For years, the Wendigo has made its way into pop culture um, through movies, TV shows, video games, and even Marvel comics with images of a thin creature, humanoid-type creature with antlers or um, a creature with, a, with like a deer head or like something with antlers, you know, um, okay. those kinds of things, or even like a werewolf-like creature. But according to Monstrum, these depictions don't capture the true history or characteristics of the Wendigo. Okay. Of the true Wendigo. So surprising Um, nobody, popular media got it wrong. (laughs) Yes. And there's even a movie, and they say the name in Monstrum, and I can't remember what it is right now. Should have written it down. But there's one that a dude made a show, and he, like, combined, he made this whole movie. He combined, like, a the stories you hear in the dark Uh book. Yeah. So a story from that and a story he heard from his childhood and combined it to make what he called a Wendigo that could not be further from what an actual, what an actual Wendigo, Wendigo is. is. It's think like a stag head on a like centaur body, 
No, not a centaur. Like a fawn? So like the goat feet, man torso, deer head with antlers. That's very, very strange. And that's not at all what a Wendigo is. is. Yeah. But they call it the Wendigo. And so that movie made such a sensation that it prompted all these other people and like things. spinoffs and they're like yeah. oh that must be what this is yeah and so it's not what the true wendigo is okay so just so we all know but so we're all clear we're all clear on that um also fun fact fun um, fact there's a my little pony episode where they what? talk about a wendigo <laughs> it's not at all right but you know i there's another one I really question where some writers for shows and movies get the words that they use. Yeah. Because, like, why? Yeah. Oh, also, um, the dude who made the movie that it was, like, completely wrong, mm-hmm. he admitted he didn't do any research on the Wendigo until after the movie of was Of course made. he didn't. Of course not. No one is surprised by this no. fact. No. So there's that. Okay. So, but according to Monstrum, quote, the Wendigo legend originates with indigenous people who belong to the Algon- Algonquian. I'm so sorry if I butcher that. Algonquian language family. They say it's a giant humanoid cannibal who can move at incredibly fast speed. The Wendigo is astonishingly tall with razor sharp teeth and claws and lips that are often chewed ragged or gone completely. Oh. They have a heart of, made of ice and despite their unending hunger for human flesh, they remain emaciated. It shrieks and can run across treetops, and its presence may be preceded by a foul odor or a sudden snowstorm. Almost all Wendigos begin as humans, and once transformed, it has no gender. End quote. Okay. So it's kind of in, purely in the, it starts out as like a human and transforms like a werewolf, yes. where like so something where, happens, and then yes. you become more beast than human. Yes. Okay. And the early settlers upon hearing about the Wendigo from the indigenous people, made that comparison. Okay. Like, to our werewolf. So I am historically stereotypical white people. Good to know. Well, but... Yes, but no, but you you knew that... It wasn't actually the same thing. Yes, and also, you made the connection that I don't think they did, that once a human... It seems to me, I could be wrong, but everything I read and everything I heard seemed seems to me that once a person transformed into a wendigo there's no going back okay meanwhile with werewolves you as like we know change it, you change forth, with yeah. the moon and you know all that so yes but no okay so you're a step ahead i think i <laughs> am trying i will take it. <laughs> um so the big question here is how does one become a wendigo oh please tell me <laughs> is it like an intentional thing? Can you go out uh, and try to become a Wendigo? Or is it like... You could. Getting... Bitten by one? No. <laughs> I was thinking eaten, because I think you said something about cannibalism well, earlier. Well, so the most common answer is by consuming human flesh. Okay, so... But there the are Donner also versions... Party. Yes. But there are also... Kind, kind of. But there are also versions of the legend that say you can also become one by even dreaming about them. And according to Monstrum, quote, it is also believed that you can become a Wendigo without physically transforming. Someone who is in a state of inner turmoil might be at risk of becoming one. Some communities believe it can be caused by a spiritual imbalance or by choosing to prioritize the self over the community, end quote. Interesting. So can you actively choose to become a Wendigo, kind of? 
Yeah, I don't think that's like what you're at, trying for no, based on what you just but said. You can but make like choices, you're making choices that put you on that path. Yes, yes. So the stories, lore, and legends of the Algonquian have primarily been shared through oral retellings. So natural, naturally, there are several variations, mm-hmm. but they all seem to have common threads. It's like um, like the fairy game tales, of like yeah. fairy tales, because yeah. those were like. Passed verbal down. passed down stories and then they wrote them down and specifically the Grimm brothers like wrote the most horrible versions but like that's a, yeah. that's another that's conversation a but the like Disney it's similar a little more and, yeah. family friendly so the, the Grimm brothers took the oral tradition and wrote it down and so this yeah. is like their oral tradition yep um so we do know for sure however that the legend of the Wendigo began in the northern woodlands Atlantic coast and Great Lakes regions the Algonquian language family is one of the largest native linguistic groups in North America and includes several groups, which will be listed in the blog because there's no way I can read them off without butchering them and their pronunciation. So out of respect, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That's I will get it wrong. I'm like 90% sure. Probably the most respectful way to handle that yes. is to not butcher them. I've heard all kinds of pronunciations of Algonquian, and this is the best one that I can find. Like the like most, the most common consistent. One. Yes. Because yeah. I've heard Algonquin, but I don't think that's right. I think it is Algonquin. I don't know, though. If I'm wrong, somebody please tell me. I would like to, be, I would like to do this fix justice yeah. and fix this. So, but because the legend is shared among so many different groups, the Wendigo is known by many names, spellings, and pronunciations. Here's a fun fact for you. Okay, are you ready? Yes. According to Monstrum, quote, there are more than 37 names for it that begin with W. I love that. End quote. But in Monstrum, they use... I aspire to have 37 names. I don't. (laughs) People don't even get my one name right. I've been called Samantha so many times in my life. I was like, what are they calling you? Once I went to a Starbucks... My regular name is Tiffany. So I go up and I, they say, what's your name? And I say Tiffany. And I go to pick up my drink at the end. And, you know, they call out names. The name they called out was Julie. And I'm like, where did you even get that? But see, I can see, like, where they get Savannah, that. You know, Savannah, Samantha. Yeah. There are little sweet ladies at, like, the church I grew up in who were, like, in their 80s who would call me Samantha or Sam. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. I'm not correcting you. You were 85 years old. I'm like, that's just my you. name now. That's my name now. Okay, so in Monstrum, they used the spelling W-I-N-D-I-G-O, which, quote, more accurately reflects the Cree and Ojibwe pronunciations and the one that appears more commonly in indigenous authored texts, end quote. Okay. So that's why when we were talking about it the other day, that's why I spelled it the way I did. I knew there was a reason, but then when you were like, oh, it's this one, and I'm like, that's also correct. But yeah. I don't remember why. I just like, <laughs> like Googled the word yeah. the way I was spelling it. And then that's the one that I sent you. I was like, oh, this is what go- how Google said to spell yeah. it. Which is also correct. It's on that list. One of the 37 <laughs> one of the ways. 37 ways. Yes. Also, Cree and Ojibwe are the only two like like uh, communities within the Algonquian language family that I am 100% positive. I'm stu- I'm saying that right. <laughs> if you tell me I'm wrong, I'm going to be so sorry and so embarrassed, but I am confident that I'm doing that right. Confidence is key. Yes. So, Piff, what is common? Among- What's the common thread among the communities that share the Wendigo legend? Again, they are the, like, the Great Lakes regions, all of that. So what is common? It gets cold there. Yes, harsh winters and geographic locations. 
Okay. I got one of the two. Yes. I even have here, due to the harsh winter weather. Yes. Due to the harsh winter weather and lack of resources, all of the communities undoubtedly faced, like each year they were faced with the fear of starvation and losing and like running out of like food resources Mm -hmm. and things like that. So because of this, the communities were encouraged to stick together and help one another. According to Monstrum, quote, the Wendigo thrives in the winter and can travel in blizzards. It hunts for those who are separated from the group or who leave the safety of their home. Fear is a powerful motivator, and this story spooked people into sharing food resources during the winter and preparing adequate food storages during the rest of the year, end quote. So, also, you are welcome to look in the drive now because there's, okay. I have um, images, thanks to Monstrum, of images of, of like some depictions. Um, so, boogeyman or literal creature or cryptid, the world may never know. Oh. Right? You know what I that thought? That is... You know what I thought when I looked at that? Or when I saw that for the first what? time? What? Slenderman. It's worse. It, it this is, is worse. way worse. It is worse. If I saw this, I would just be like, I guess I'm dead now. Yeah. This but is this terrifying. Is... This is going to haunt me. Also, the second photo, why is he so tall? Or it? Well, you but, said it's yeah, genderless. It, it is genderless. Um, but remember why they, is it so they tall? Grow, they grow tremendously tall. Also, another, like, one of the variations. This is a 12 foot. Well, the picture will be on the screen if you're yeah, watching, watching on, YouTube on YouTube or check the blog. But, like, that is a 12-foot creature at yeah. least. So, one of the other versions of the Wendigo, it's all very much the same at the heart of it. You know, how you turn into a Wendigo, yeah. what that happened, you know, all that. That they travel in winter and whatever. That they thrive in the cold and all that jazz. But um, one of the versions is that it always it grows in proportion with the size of the meal it just had. So it is always hungry because it always outgrows the meal it just consumed. So that's why it's always emaciated, why it's always, but it can get extremely large because if it eats a lot, so eats a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of human flesh, then it grows and grows so that it can never be full. That is the most terrifying sentence you've ever said on this show. Right. Like, I don't know. That is terrifying. And And it just gets bigger. And it gets bigger. No. It gets taller. I don't like it. Not so much broader. Yeah, no, but just like stretches out. Yeah. I mean, it might get a little bit broader, but like not that, you know, like not girth wise, but you know, yeah. So, yeah. So I have written here like, so boogeyman or a literal creature, we'll never know because we do know that this started as. It seems like it started as a legend to try to encourage everybody to, you know. Yeah, altruism. But also, and like, like, legends have a starting point. Like, legends yeah. have something that made them this wonder way. what happened or what caused this or whatever. So, who knows? But something I've always appreciated about Native American culture is the fact that their stories, myths, legends, everything... Uh, always has an underlying lesson to be learned or advice to be remembered. And something I think we can all get behind as the days get shorter and colder is that it's important to take care of and look out for one another. And it's important all of the time, of course, but especially this time of year where things can be a little more difficult for some, um, you know, so I just thought that kind of came full circle with Mm -hmm. the time of year it is and and all of that. And y'all know, love the holiday season. So, you know, but yeah. 
So I have something to add. Of course you do. Why? Why <laughs> am I not? I swear. Every time I jumped, you know what I jumped to every single time. Okay, I'm ready. Jeez. So I have been listening to a new podcast that I absolutely love, and I'm going to give them a shout out. Nash. If you okay. like our show. All right. This is I relevant to Wendigo. Oh, okay. It is. I was like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's, it wasn't It's that. relevant, I promise. So okay. I've been listening to National Park After Dark. Woo! If you like our show, you'll like their show. Their show is like our show. We joke a lot around a little bit more than they do, but like similar topics, right? And they actually, one of the episodes I just listened to was about in one of the national parks, and I cannot remember because I didn't research this, but... Uh, there was a couple who was Native American descent, or not descent, like they were, this was like way back. Okay. I'm not doing a good job of this. That's fine. But so they were spending winter in this cabin. This man was supposed to send them supplies. The supplies never came because the guy was like not a great man and didn't send them because of money problems. So he was like, ah, they'll just die out there. It'll be fine. And the woman survived and how she told the story was that at one point her husband was so hungry that she thought he was possessed by the spirit of a Wendigo (gasps) and like was holding a knife and like talking about how he was going to kill her. And like she she ended up like somehow de-escalating and then he did end up dying and she was terrified to eat him to survive she didn't because she did she didn't want to become one and she ended up surviving she found like like one like trapped like one rabbit with like a hair snare like she made a snare out of her own hair wow um and it was she found got just enough rabbits to like sustain through the winter because she was like it was such a deeply held belief that if she were to eat him, even if it was just to survive, she that she would turn into a Wendigo. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. There is also, um, I, I did not, not include this because there was a lot on the topic and I, we just don't have the time. Um, there is mention of what they call Wendigo psychosis. Okay. Um, but it's essentially the Donner Party and like the cannibalism like triggers something in your brain you know that yeah. kind of thing that's it's not recognized by like english the american scholars american scholars and things yeah. but that is a that is a like a thing in in the culture so like did they have any like if you met a wendigo what I'm are you supposed sure to do i'm pretty sure you're dead you oh okay there was nothing at all nothing about, about preventing a wendigo no. attack or well, surviving to prevent, a wendigo. to prevent it was stay with the community take care of one another you don't know, be a straggler don't, don't be a dick don't go off by yourself don't put yourself above the community like don't be selfish like those were the ways that you prevented turning into one and i i guess bringing one to the community but um but it's always it was always they hunted for those who were separate so it's like if you were like well i'm gonna go out and And hunt hunt my my own stuff and like take care of my own self like go off and like do Mm -hmm. your own thing then that's when you were in danger of being hunted by a wendigo okay okay yeah. So but then, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> the lesson to this episode and every episode is, in fact, don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. <laughs> don't be a trash human being. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Take care of each other. Be nice to each other. Be kind. Be a nice person. I know that's really hard yeah. for most people, but let's give it a shot. Take care of people. Yeah. Also, there's no chance I'm going off by myself in the winter. No chance. I mean, also, like, it's just cold and gross. Right? gross. Like, I don't know. No. no. I will not be doing that. I will not. No. no. I will not be participating. <laughs> but, like, going with people. Yeah. Like, if, if a group of people went to hunt for the community, they were obviously safe because their their intentions were. Yeah. Well, the and group, they're like and a they group. Together. So it yeah. sounds like, like, you're. It's kind of like There's how mountain lions, like, pick off, like, the straggling yeah. child. It's the yeah. same thing, but it's yep. much more terrifying than a mountain lion, in yep. my opinion. Yeah, and there's safety in numbers. So, so like, the Wendigo, the story of the Wendigo and the legend um, kind of has a lot of truths in it and a lot of, like, warnings and a lot of pieces mm-hmm. of advice, like, you know, take care of each other, all of that, but also, like, don't go off by yourself. Like, you know, all of that, so don't put yeah. yourself in danger. Well, and so you said at the top, you said that it was the embodiment of winter starvation and, like, selfishness, basically. Yes. Yeah. But you can also see, like, if you, like, think about what the creature is, how it embodies that, because yeah. winter is way more likely to take your life from you if you're yeah. alone. Yeah. As well as, like, hunger, because yeah. you don't have, like, resources and, like, people to lean on in those, like, trying times. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. Right? It's kind of neat. So it's, you know, it's not like a thing I can be like, yeah, somebody had this report that they saw a Wendigo. You know, I don't have that, but it's still a really cool thing. Yeah. Also, all legends and myths and things start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like somebody was just sitting down and was like, you know what? We should make up this story about this thing. Like, I genuinely Except think, for Slenderman. Except for Slenderman. Yeah, that one was somebody's brainchild. But that was like that, a like, contest. stayed away. Yeah. Watch our Slender Man episode. Please. I mean, I mean do it, but... Do, uh, like, do uh, it. Don't make Sav do it again. Don't make me do it. Don't make me go through anything with Slender Man. I don't know. You would think by now I would be kind of, like, like desensitized yeah, to it. But I was I'm trying not. to think of that word. It just know, gets like, worse. Every <laughs> Honestly, time. I think my reaction just gets more violent every time. <laughs> Next time I was going to be like, no! Like, just start screaming. Sorry. Headphone warning. That was loud. I'm it's sorry. okay. We have a fun filter that equalizes our voice oh, volume. Good. So that's even good. if you're just screaming or whispering, it all yeah. sounds the same volume. That's good. That's good. <laughs> because, yeah, next time I was going to be like, just start screaming and yeah. freaking out. And no. It comes in handy because I like to clap a lot to yeah. make points. Yeah. And so I've started, like, cupping my hands so I don't make noise when I do it. And that's I can good. still gesture. Yeah. But if I were to clap it actually would like tamp in the sound that's good yeah all right well Well. y'all i know i don't have to do the outro but you know thanks Thanks for for a great story yeah like i feel like it's something we all we've i feel like a lot of people have heard of it but don't actually know like any of the origins what it's about like what it means we've all heard of is completely wrong yeah it it is in fact it's completely wrong not like a deer head it's on a like, human body with yeah. like goat It's like Slenderman's evil twin. And if you have, if you're listening and you have not, you're like, you know, I don't ever look at the photos. If you want to be terrified on look a Monday, please go look at those photos because I had to look at them. So now you do too. Yeah. Also, if you watch the Monstrum episode, you're going to see it again because those are from the episode. Good to know. But you should definitely watch it because the... Oh, uh, who's the host? Dr. Emily 
I want to say Zakara, but that could be wrong. It is a Z and it has Kara. Is it Zakara? I think. Either way, she's fabulous and great and amazing. And she looks so young to have a doctorate. Um, but she's very easy to listen to and just really great and engaging in that episode. So, um, 10 out of 10, recommend it. Will be linked below. The list of links for this are so short. Mostly because I only referenced who I quoted directly because that was the same thing that everybody, everybody else, else said. said. So I was like, well, I'll make this easy on myself and just keep saying, according to Monstrum, because Monstrum and everybody said the same thing. The same thing. Yeah. Also, the Wikipedia sources this time sucked. Oh, they were terrible. Although I have, to say, I have to say, I did find the Monstrum thing through that, but that's the only thing I found. That and this one published paper. There's like one paper published on um, Wendigo psychosis. Okay. But even then, it's like, it's, it read as, I read, it's like a 40-some page paper. And I read like 10 of them. That's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but I was like looking for something else to use. Because I was like, I don't want to use just Monstrum. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want it to seem like I watched one episode of something. and was like, oh, that's good enough. No, I tried really hard. Yeah. But <laughs> Monstrum just did a really good job. Um, but it was like the whole purpose of that paper, the way that the author was writing it was to like dismiss it or to be like, it's exactly like, like cabin fever. Well, it's exactly like, like the Donner party, like how they just went crazy, you know, or like, but they like. We did an episode on the Donner Potter. It's not. It's not like they like all lost their minds and they, then like, ate each other. It's like no, they were like very cold and hungry, and they had dead bodies, and they were like, "I guess we'll eat each other." And if you yeah. remember from that episode, we actually talked about how the indigenous people like were had been like leaving them food, and then they yeah. saw them eating each other, and were like, "Peace, I'm a I'm a go." Yeah, which, now this which seems like a situation. Would be Probably. Yeah, they would be afraid. They were like. This go. is a bad sign. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go. jet. I, yeah. I realize I was helping you, but I but can't. You've I crossed a line. Now. Yeah, I have to protect my people. Concern. Yeah. So basically, and like you know how in the like sane, not psychotic human brain, right? So like take yes. serial killers out of the equation. Yeah. Um, so your average normal, your average air quote, normal quote unquote normal person, brain, something would break mentally something would break if you ate human right like it would just feel like something so wrong right like it's like i mean i i don't know but i assume i would think i feel like it would you know it's kind of the same way that your you have your mandible has the power to break your pinky finger off yeah it's like all you need to do is like a carrot yeah yeah but your brain won't let you yeah so hopefully but i wonder if you could like bite I've never, like, been in a survival situation. I wonder if you could, if, for example, you'd been kidnapped or whatever. You needed to bite someone else's finger off? You needed to bite somebody else's finger off. Could you do it? I'd like to think that I could. Like, if it was, like, my life or bite this person's finger off, I'm going to bite the finger Like, would your brain let you bite the finger? I don't know. I like to think. I hope there's some kind of manual Send us the answer. I would do it. I love that I'm like, on this episode, we have learned that Sab would spray somebody in the face with bear spray if they had to, if she had to. And then I would also bite somebody's finger off if I had to. I'm not a, I should, listen, I sound all sweet and innocent. No. Like, if I had to, if it came down to my survival or like my husband's survival or my kids or like whatever one day, 
I would bite somebody's finger off 100%. Yeah. And I've always if said, I could, you know, like, we don't for, know if we can, but we don't, if we, we could. Don't know, yeah, we don't know if we can, but I always say like I am way better like if I had a child or like protecting my husband or something, like I w- I'm way more protective over other people's yes. lives than my life. Yeah. So like if but one of their like you're lives you're going to kill them by biting their finger off, like no. you're you're just, like, just going to lose the finger. finger. They'll be fine. And it's like, fine. this is like, what is this finger? What is Nothing. this? Nothing. Nothing. It's not like you lose your big toe and you lose all your balance. You know, it's like. Yeah. And it's not like you're losing your, like, grabability. Yeah. You're fine. You'll be fine. You'll be all right. Just like put some ice on it. It'll be fine. Put it on ice. Put some ice on your hand. Get to a hospital. They can probably reattach it. Yeah. Depending on if I, like, F up the nerves when I bite it off. Which I hope I do. Because if you're holding me hostage, then. Like, you probably deserve to lose your pinky. Probably. Stop holding people hostage. <laughs> Kind of lose all your pinkies. How did we get here? I don't, I don't know. But there yeah, was a no. process. Yeah. Also, I think there's a spider on in the corner. Oh, that's for sure a spider. Great. Also, what is that black? Oh, it's painter's tape. Ah, okay. Just curious. Yeah, it's actually blue. But ah, okay. Yeah. Well, from over here with that light on us, it looks yeah. black. Anyway, on that note, on that note, thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you all. I'm going to go kill a spider, (laughs) please, because I Uh, unless I'm in a cave situation, I can't ignore it. Because when I was a cave guide, I trained myself to ignore crickets that look like spiders and spiders and everything. Because I'm like, you can't freak out in front of the tourists because they'll freak out. Nobody wants that underground. So. I, my I like motto is like if I'm in nature, I'm not killing anything because like that's not my home. But if you're in my house, yeah, that's a different story. You this is my choice. home. Go back outside. Yeah. That's where you belong. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Gonna get of the things that I'm worried about us getting hate for me saying that I kill spiders in my house is the only one I'm actually worried about because really? everything else I say I'm like I'm worried about me getting flack for saying I would spray somebody in the face with bear spray. No, that's and one of I our most popular reels. Hands off, really? And I would bite somebody's finger off. Not hand. Wow, that's a lot. I don't think I <laughs> could do that. But I would bite their finger Sam off. Sam is sure. coming for the whole hand. I'm, I'm ba- maybe getting your baby pinky, your pinky finger. Yeah. I'm the whole hand. hand. She's going to 148 hours that. Yeah. She's not at all. Yeah. Yeah, no. 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 Mm-mm. But then. like, well, <laughs> No. Thank you for to, listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Find us all the places. You'll hear the outro. And in the meantime, stay, stay safe, safe out there. Thanks for watching. Music by Purple Planet. Art by Ruby Congrove. Logo by Katherine Dodds. For more information and our sources, head over to the notsogreatoutdoors.com. For updates and announcements, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NSGOPod. Don't forget to subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms.